Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. We have a very special guest, actually two guests today. I know it's out of the norm, but hey, I like that. So we are welcoming Adam and Uswege from Renew. Renew is a 501c3 organization, and they're going to be telling us about their mission and their goals. So how are you both doing today? Thanks for joining me. We're good. Thanks for having us. Good morning, Maddie. Good morning. Absolutely. So start off by telling me about Renew, your mission, and your purpose. I think it's just so wonderful what you're doing. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, I'll kind of tell you how the organization started to get started here. Uh, So I first traveled to Tanzania in 2009 as a volunteer, actually teaching about HIV and AIDS. Uh, And then living in the villages for three months and went back in September 2010 as a volunteer coordinator. And that's where I met my friend Uswege here. Awesome. Uh, We spent three months living together and we worked for a few different organizations, managing different projects and leading different nonprofit enterprises. And all this time, we were working alongside hundreds of different institutions. And everywhere we went, we saw the same problem. Students were being taught academics, but their personal growth was being completely ignored. I see. Yeah. And so why is this a problem? Well, because young people lack communication skills. They lack emotional intelligence. They lack decision-making skills. And what Usoyga and I saw was they all have this dream deep down inside of them, but they don't know how to achieve their goals and make it a reality. And really, Maddie, this affects every single element of their lives. Absolutely. From their performance at school to their behavior at home or with friends, it really dictates the course of their lives. They end up studying something they don't feel connected to. They receive degrees that aren't relevant to what they want from life. And this leads to people working jobs that they hate because the job isn't aligned with their purpose in life. And I think you'll agree with me here, but this generation of young people really crave purpose and meaning in their lives. Absolutely, 100%. Um, But sometimes the way our education system is set up right now just doesn't quite support that. Um, And it's not the school's fault. It's just the structure of the system and the way we've seen it for so long. So me and Oswege decided we were going to change that. And so in March 2013, about two years ago, uh, we founded this organization, Renew. Well, congratulations on that. That's so exciting for you both. And I'm really glad that we have you here today to talk all about it because it is worthwhile, like you said, and really what you're saying about the purpose and the mission and agreeing with you on that statement of that we really want purpose in our life with this generation. And it is so true. We're always searching for new avenues, new outlets, and sometimes we just don't find it. And thankfully, there are organizations like Renew, and they're able to help us along the way. Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to ask you, Maddie, since you're in high school right now, yes. uh, why do you think these are important things for people to learn? You know, teaching your classmates about goals and dreams and identifying purpose in their life and setting goals for how to get there. How do you think that might help them? I think it'll help them ultimately throughout their entire lives because I I was lucky enough to have parents who really pushed me to go into like the arts and basically try everything. I mean, I've tried everything from guitar to dance, piano, singing, acting, karate, like you name it, like some random stuff that I never thought that I would do myself, but they just wanted me to have outlets to find like who I was and really truly define myself and what I wanted to be when I got older. I mean, parents sometimes, you know, I've heard it before that they're like, oh, well, maybe you should be a nurse. Well, 
looking at that child, are they re- do they really want to be a nurse? And it's just like, mm, maybe not. So I got to do the singing and the acting, like I said, and then along the way I found radio. And then through that, I was like, oh, this actually worked. And so through that, uh, I decided to become a broadcast journalist, and that's actually what I'm going to be applying to college for this next year. So ultimately, um, going back to your question why I think it's important is just because these are truly things that, like you said, define a person, and people really need to embrace that. I don't feel like you should be anybody that you're not. Absolutely. And kids, you know, going into their future lives, they're going to have to wake up to do this every single day of their lives for their career, and they definitely need something that they can wake up and say, wow, do I really work a day in my life? No, because I love doing it. So Right. You said something that perfectly describes what we do. You know, it's all about personal growth and development, and you said discovering who you are. Mm-hmm. That's what this program is about. It's about discovering who you are and what you want from life and then how do you get there something we think every kid deserves so we have this philosophy that change begins within and then spreads outward into the world and so I decided why are all these communities underdeveloped well first you have to develop the person and then you can develop the community Uh, so we focus entirely on this this type of transformation giving the students the skills and opportunities they need to first transform themselves and then they're ready to transform their communities yeah uh, so you know, like, before we started this organization, we were asking ourselves, like, some few questions. Sure. Like, okay, so uh, why is that our parents think, you know, education is something that, uh, you know, we really need to be proud of? Yes. You know, but why we still have students who quit school? That is true. Who don't want to, like, study, you know? Why do we have uh, people who have bachelor's degree but... They can't like do anything with it without getting hired, you know, by a certain non-profit or a company, you know. So uh, what we came uh, to realize, and this was uh, from also like trying to uh, share our idea with uh, with other people, is that you know someone cannot be motivated to work on something until they know why, mm-hmm. why they should do that, you know. And for you to be able to understand why you should do something or you should not do something. You need to have that understanding. So developing a person, you know, for us, we believe that it comes first. Because when you develop someone, you give them understanding, they are going to use that understanding to make whatever decisions that uh, they fit, you know, in their life. Yeah, so like... That is what we are trying to do. We believe that uh, by giving a platform to these young people to like think deep down and identify their interest and make decision where educational decision, you know, based on this interest. At the end of the day, we are going to create a very creative society, you know, who can use what they are earning to make a change, not a society that if they didn't get job, you know, then they have nothing to do with the education. Yes, for sure. And I totally understand what you're saying. I think it's fantastic, again, what you guys are doing, because like you said, it's kind of that that building block and that platform that you have to give kids. And I just feel like it's a missing link uh, between everything. And some kids, unfortunately, don't get that to discover who they are. And now that Renew comes in and steps in and, you know, is helping them basically fulfill that, uh, like you said, maybe we'll be one step closer to a better and more 
you know, useful society. Yeah, absolutely. And what Usoge said is that discovering their potential and starting by identifying their, their why statement. What is their passion? What is their purpose? What do they want to spend the rest of their lives dedicated to? And why, you know? What really makes their clock tick? So we start with that question, and our program really operates as a one-week workshop. We start with these kind of goals and dreams, um, figuring out what they want from life and making a plan to get there. You know, we d- we're not really asked what's our strategy to get to that end goal. We sort of have these career goals in mind, but there's so many steps along the way in building a person. Uh, and so we give them those kind of skills that we think are important to every person, these decision-making skills, communication skills, emotional intelligence, the ability to regulate your emotions and your anger and your stress and your sadness, um, and self-awareness. So everything we do, we try to teach the opposite of how you might learn it in school. So it's a lot of participatory learning, creative learning, creative visualizations. We integrate some meditation and mindfulness now. So different things for students to kind of visualize what is their perfect life and their perfect world look like, and then how do they get there. Um, and I, I, like you said, Matt, I think you've been really lucky so far, but I'd like to also ask you, when thinking about a career when you were a younger kid, did you always want to be, you see, you had talked about a nurse and you talked about maybe getting into radio. What made you change your mind? Yes. So when I, okay. I mean, every kid kind of goes through that stage. Absolutely. They're like, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, when I was in second grade, I was sold that I was going to be a veterinarian. Why? Because I really love dogs and I actually had a, a dog obsession. <laughs> <laughs> because it was just one of those things that every little kid goes through. I was like, yep, I'm going to be a veteran, veterinarian. Oh, my God, I can't talk right now. Veterinarian. There we go. I got that. <laughs> These early people. Uh, so I wanted to be a veterinarian, and I don't know. I wanted to open up my own dog kennel at one point, <laughs> and then after that, I was like, oh, I'll just be a singer and an actress. It's okay. But then, like you said, you try different things. And people will introduce you to new passions. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of start making yourself think, well, is this something that I want to do for the rest of my life? I mean, it is hard to ask yourself at eight years old, like, is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? But I started getting, I felt getting more and more closer after trying so many different things that I just felt like it was meant to be. Um, And the reason why I know that is because it's something that's stuck. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are different activities that we can go through and we're just like I'm not feeling it anymore I don't want to do it anymore and Mm -hmm. that was something like guitar for me I really love it still to this day but it's not something that's stuck and I really kept up with not like singing I've still kept up with that since I was in second grade and then with radio I've been doing it for five years now that's something that's stuck and that was something that stuck out to me and so through that it's just kind of now being almost 18 years old and going to college, it's just kind of putting it in the perspective of, okay, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? Well, I really love entertainment. I really love radio. So why don't we mash those two together? So I'll be a broadcast journalist. I'll emphasize in entertainment. And because I love reporting, I'll just be a reporter. I love that. It just all kind of came together. And what I look for is just things that stick. And things that really define you. And things that make you happy. Of course. And that's, that's the that, biggest thing. We think that's the biggest thing. There's this quote from Gandhi that happiness is when what you think, what you say, and what you do are in harmony. Yes. And we use that as sort of a cornerstone for our workshops, you know. At yep. the end of the day, if you want to create this life that you're going to love and live this life that you're going to love, you have to form your career and your experiences and your relationships around what makes you happy. And it sounds like you're doing that. Thank you. Yeah, and another thing that uh, is very challenging is that uh, we have uh, very few people, you know, with the platform to try out 
you know, you know, different things so that they can like find their interest. You know, uh, for example, where I'm coming from, uh, uh, for like young young kids, you know, most of them they study through this uh, government primary school system. You know, which focus on uh, just academic. Yes. Developing uh, kids in academic uh, uh, area. You know, so like having this kind of uh, program, somehow it helped them, you know, it's give them like a platform to see, you know, other things different from just like academic stuff. You know, like give them things that can help to understand themselves. And so it complement the academic part which the school is trying to offer to them. Mm-hmm. That's so great, though. I just feel like all the pieces are there. And like you said, it's really truly that that first step is what needs to be taken. Right, and it, it's something that you can use for the rest of your life. Oh, we yes. see young people turn into young adults and then older adults, and then sometimes what are these skills? You are what you learn from your parents, and it's a missing piece that we think if we can build that into the learning process for young people in this really formidable stage of kind of high school, adolescent age, uh, it can change their lives. It can change the course of their lives and kind of form a new future for them. 100%. Yeah. And I'm so excited that we get to talk all about Renew, and we definitely have some more talk coming up. But for now, let's take a quick little break. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. a responsible person and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet but are you doing enough we've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green mario jr is the host of alive and green the show is all about green tips staying environmentally friendly and having fun while doing something great for our mother earth you'll want to check out the show tuesdays at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time on the voice america kids channel if we all do our part now it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. I'm gonna learn how to fly. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. We're back with Adam and Uswege of Renew. So, Uswege, you're going to be telling us about some of the community service projects that Renew has going on for these students. I'm really interested. That sounds exciting. Thank you so much. Yeah, uh, Adam, he talked uh, a little bit about, you know, uh, 
the life skills part because uh, what we do as uh, an organization is that uh, our biggest goal is to try to like help uh, young people to transform you know themselves so that they can transform their community so uh, for them uh, to have this power and uh, confidence that it is possible they can make this difference happen you know that is why we uh, include this aspect of community service project so after they have already like identified their goals they created a vision for themselves of like what they would like to become they also get this understanding that they are not going to live alone you know they are in the community you know and so for them to survive and strive they still need to create a vision for their community so what we do is that uh, uh We'll do like a simple discussion about like community service and like how important it is like for young people to work on community service project and try to ask them to like think of different uh, community uh, problems uh, that is challenging to them as young people, but that is challenging to everybody. Yeah, you know. And after that, we ask them to create like a vision uh, for their community, like. Uh, you know what is the vision for you a better community you know if you are to be happy you know in there in your community you will become uh, a father one day you will become a mother one day what kind of community would you like your son or daughter to live in you know so they will create like this vision like they will draw and like share with everybody you know personally i would like this to work this way and uh, because at the end of the program, we would like these uh, young people to create, to focus on only one project idea. Oh, that's great. We ask them to prioritize. So it's like they are also like learning a lot of uh, planning and like decision-making uh, skills at the uh, planning and deciding on like which pro- uh, project they uh, should focus on. At the end of the day, when they uh, prioritize and they come up with the idea, they will plan uh, and share with us their plan. So the responsibility of Renew Team is to guide them and to help them to find resources to implement uh, their community service uh, project. And we have been uh, receiving wonderful, wonderful uh, feedback uh, from a lot of young people. You know, some of them will tell uh, us that, oh, yeah, it makes me feel a very important person. Now I know that. I have responsibility, you know, from the feedback that I got from, like, that teacher whom we went to do uh, community service in uh, his school, you know, it makes me feel valued. I have something to share with the community. So um, we as an organization, we love that kind of uh, kind of realization. But also, uh, you know, you are trying to, to uh, inspire these young people, you know, you know, to to let them understand that their life is meaningful. Absolutely. Uh, they are born for reason, you know. So you need to give them a platform to believe that this dream, it is possible. So, like, seeing them uh, implement this community service project successful, it gives them hope and this confidence that even their personal dream can be achieved. That is a, a very big uh, part of community service and the influence that it have in our entire program.
Yes, I love that so, so much for a number of reasons. One of them being because I'm completely sold on community service. I absolutely love it. It's so close to my heart. And it's just something that makes me happy to do. And some people will ask you, like you were saying, like, well, why do you do it? Because it makes me feel like I'm making a difference. And at the same time, I see the change right in front of my eyes that's happening. I volunteered with something called Kitchen on the Street before, and you actually give produce and goods to these families that line up and wait. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're underprivileged families, so it's just something that they need. And, of course, these kids need to eat as well. So just being able to give them lettuce or tomatoes, something that we kind of take for granted, it's really great seeing how wonderful that makes their life and so much better. So it is so great to see that community service is being implemented and being pushed to the kids because I just feel like it's such a great opportunity for everyone. And I also think that kids or even young adults are also under the impression that they're not able to make a lasting difference Mm -hmm. when I think that's the complete opposite. Anybody that's willing to make a difference can no matter the age. Yeah, and you know what? That's a really good point, too. I'd love to ask if you think this sort of youth voice is underrepresented in development. I think definitely I'd love to have Uswege talk about the perception of youth in Tanzania, but Mm -hmm. what is the adults' perception of youth in the community and how creative and how capable we are of creating this change? Um, I certainly know that from a young person's perspective, we believe that we can do it and we know that we can, but what is then the perception um, so do you think that the youth voice is being represented or, um, you know, you spoke a little bit about your community service, but do you see a lot of these projects going on? I think I'm kind of neutral because of the fact that me, myself being in the pageant world and also surrounding myself with other youth that's very community oriented, I see that they're getting out there all the time. They're making a difference, volunteering. We all have our own platforms, so we kind of raise awareness for that. And then also as a philanthropist, we just go out and support all of these other organizations. But in a sense, I feel like if you go into a school atmosphere, I can actually use my class as an example that I just feel like there's an underrepresentation of community service or they don't get out enough. So um, I think you're right, though, in the terms of that us as youth, we think that we can make a difference and we have all the power to do so. But maybe sometimes as an outside voice, they may think, oh, well, I wonder if youth really is getting out there and doing it. So, yeah, I definitely do feel neutral. I guess it's just the whole taking action part. We all have to take action. And I do think that we can always improve as our generation of youth is increasing and improving and developing, um, that we can get out there more. So That's yeah. a really good point. I think that taking action is key, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's why we decided on this mission statement of sort of to inspire, empower, and enable young people to positively impact their communities because there is this kind of passion deep down inside, but then who's pushing you to take action? Exactly. Who's empowering you to kind of take that first step towards doing something about it? And seeing this problem that exists, feeling like you're capable and putting the plan into action. And it's incredible to see young people put that plan in a leadership platform together, get a little bit of guidance, a little bit of push, and completely change the perception of what adults think they can or can't do. Yes, and that's kind of why also I stand at that neutral point is because I feel like all all youth, all youth absolutely have the ability to make a difference and to go out there and, you know, make a lasting difference. But like you said, there is a group of youth who are actually putting in the effort, doing it, getting out there, taking action. And then there's also another part of the youth that, 
have the right ideas, but they just don't know how to get out there and actually make that difference. So like you said, with a little bit of a push, maybe 100% of youth one day can actually know how to take action. So Absolutely. Yes, and it is very important for them because I remember personally, I started thinking of like, oh, I need to start thinking about like what I would like to do with my life. The first day I participated in a community service project, (laughs) you know, read by this organization. So, like, I started asking myself, if we have people who are running organization, are providing this kind of service, what would I like to offer? You know, and I never asked this question to myself. You know, it's true, okay, I'm I'm a student, Mm -hmm. I'm in school, I'm just studying this subject, like geography, history, chemistry, but... Who do I want to be? Like when I finish my school, what service I would like to offer to my community, you know? That's true. Yeah, it was from that kind of experience, like getting that exposure to do something in the community. And this is not just like uh, from me. We have been uh, having a lot of speaking, you know, uh, you know, in different occasions, like to different people, like aged from like, you know, 10 up to 75. Wow. And you will get, like, someone who is, like, between his 35 to 75 telling you that in my life, the only experience that uh, I still remember so far is when I participated in this community service. I felt like I was a leader. You know, I felt, like, so inspired that I can do something so like that kind of spirit is what is really moving us forward and like encouraging us so much to keep on like expanding the community service aspect in our program absolutely and i love that part that you mentioned the wide age range i think that because community service is so universal anybody can get involved with it and like you said it can be life-changing for some people just going out there and then you know really taking a look at your life and and kind of say to yourself Well, like Adam was saying, what is your why statement? What is my why statement? And through that work, it just gives us a different perspective. And sometimes we need to put ourselves in those shoes. Absolutely. And and we've seen just the impact on the person and the community. We, you know, we've all of our work has been done in Tanzania so far. So we've reached over 700 students at four schools in the last two years. That's wonderful. And I'd love to have Uswagi explain just really briefly here. Um, about the community service project that took place that our students led all by themselves. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> one of the, one among like the very big thing that uh, we do is that at the end of our program, we uh, create renew clubs, you know, to sustain, you know, that change and inspiration that happened in the, uh, in the workshop and uh, give, uh, uh, like, different tasks to different club members and one among the biggest uh, role is that they need to share their skills with other young people but at the same time uh, use that club to form a community service uh, project and keep on like offering that service to the community. So this uh, uh, club uh, in Tanzania decided to do an environment uh, awareness uh, project uh, in a school and reached over 600 young people, you know, in Tanzania. So they went there, they cleaned with them, they cut glasses with them, you know, they donated a uh, trash can. Oh, that's great. You know, and they do a lot of painting, you know, in school together with uh, 
with their fellow uh, student and did a presentation on uh, environment conservation, you know, to over 600 uh, young people. And it was like really amazing. And it was like a very important thing to them. Yeah. That's wonderful. That sounds so exciting that you're able to touch so many lives over there. And we're also going to be talking about how you had your first ever workshop in Arizona, which is so exciting. So we'll go ahead and talk about that in our next segment, a little sneak peek for you. But keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs in general. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and of course, we're back with Adam and Uswege from Renew. So we're talking about some great stuff from community service to, you know, giving kids a platform that they're able to find their why statement. And really, I just think that everything that they're doing is creating a change. So Uswege, um, tell me about some of the personal impact you've seen in Tanzania from your perspective. Yes, uh, thank you so much, and that is a very good question. You know, as Adam said, we have reached uh, over 700 uh, uh, young people so far with yes. our direct uh, uh, intervention. Uh, that number excludes the number of young people who have been reached by clubs that has been established by, by Renault of which one among its responsibility is to do community service uh, uh, project as what I, I mentioned to you. But before jumping on uh, individual, uh, individual, like impact at the individual level, can you uh, allow me to talk like a little bit more about community service? Oh, absolutely. But, yeah, so one among the uh, greatest part of community service that I really love uh, that Renu does is you know this involvement of 
different people through uh, medias like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, where we ask people to share their vision for the community so that we can share with uh, with uh, with our young people in whatever workshop that uh, we do we have been receiving incredible vision from a lot of our follower in facebook and like instagram and twitter and so i would like to say thank you so much and we have been always sharing those uh, uh vision uh, to young people and have been a very big inspiration you know to support them to know on how they can create also their own vision for their community. So in Tanzania, uh, so far we have done program in uh, four different schools. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, and we managed to create like, imp diff like different impact at different uh, school. Uh, one among the very big uh, uh, impact that I love uh, the most is that we did a program at one school called Usariva Academy in Tanzania, and we formed a club. Uh, when we were starting the club, like, it was a little bit slow, like, a lot of young people were, like, shy, you know, like, do not have that confidence, like, to move on. But uh, at the end of the day, I can see, you know, a lot of growth. You know, I was the one who was pushing them all the time. Hey, guys, what do you think about doing this? But now they are coming to me saying, okay, Uswege, we are done with that community service project and we want to do another community service project. And <laughs> this is our idea. Yes. What do you think about it? You know, like, so like seeing that kind of feedback, uh, like it gives a lot of hope to us as an organization. Uh, this year I received a, a phone call from a, uh, uh, this lady, Susanna, she was the chairperson of Renu, Usaliva Renu Club, you know, in Tanzania, telling me that, oh, now I am in this uh, high school, you know, as you know that I graduated from Usaliva Academy. Uh, do you think there is any way possible that we can start a Renu Club? you know, in this school. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I said, oh, my God, that is so good. Why do you think we should do that in, in that school that you are in now. And she told me that, oh, you don't know, like, how inspired uh, I was, you know, by participating in, uh, in your program. You know, I have been thinking, like, for many years that I want to become a doctor, you know, but I didn't have anybody to, like, support me, to make me believe that it is possible. But as long as I participated, as soon as I participated in a Renew Leadership Workshop and learn about goals and dream and this inspiration that it is possible to become someone as long as you believe in it and take an action, you know, toward, uh, toward the kind of person that you would like to become, that was a very big thing. And I remember this uh, girl, I didn't even know, like coming to me saying, Oh, so it's like you are using this book when you are facilitating. Mm -hmm. can, you, can I borrow that book from you? And oh, I gave that book, uh, you know, to her. It, it had a lot of leadership, you know, uh, staffs with a lot of inspiration uh, uh, quotes. And now she's saying that gives me a lot of confidence. So, like, having people like them, you know, it gives us a lot of hope. But we also we did uh, another program in this school called Star High. High School in Tanzania, and we had a student like Gosbad who would come to me and say, oh yeah, I know, I know who I want to become. My God, I know that 
education is more than like getting good grade. Now I start, I need to start to think about like what I would like to become. And it was through this workshop when I realized that. And now I can see where my interests lie. You know, this kind of uh, uh, feedback is what is moving forward. I was doing a workshop uh, in Tanzania with this uh, uh, woman. She's called Chloe. And, you know, we, we in our workshop we always try to make sure that we have a girl, you know, because in the workshop we have, like, balance in number. Like, if we are doing 10, then we're going to have 10 like boys and ten girls. Oh, I see. So, like doing program in the presence of a woman who is supporting you, it is very important. So, like uh, this, my co-facilitator will tell me, Swiggy, this lady came to me and saying she's a wonderful singer, but she's wondering how, how come I be, uh, I have this kind of confidence to stand before them and teach them because she have this wonderful voice and she believes in herself that she can do wonderful in singing, but she can't stand before people. So she's asking me, what should I do to become like you? Oh, wow, that's so awesome. You know, like, so this kind of uh, uh, feedback is, like, giving us the reason to move on. Some teacher will tell us that, oh, we have these students who are sitting on the back of the class, and as soon as your workshop was done, they moved. Now they are in the front seat. So we can't, like, understand, like, the power of your workshop, you know, because, like, this uh, uh, evidence that we are seeing, it is so powerful. And so those kind of feedback, you know, is what is giving us hope, is what is making us to keep on spreading the world of what we do as an organization. That is so wonderful. I personally love personal impact stories uh, just because it, it is so heartwarming to hear that these kids will come up to you and actually say, like, it is because of you that I now know what I want to do. It is because of you that I have the confidence to actually pursue my dream. It, it is very powerful in itself and I just think, again, that it's so wonderful that you're giving these kids this opportunity because they are capable of so many things. Mm -hmm. It's just that they need that small push, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like you're the enabler of that. So it's really amazing. Thank you so yeah. much. Absolutely. So tell me about your first ever workshop in Arizona. I'm really interested to hear that. I know that you did a lot of work in Tanzania, and that is so great. And now that you're actually bringing it here in the States, I just think that we're definitely expanding. Yeah, absolutely. We had an incredible opportunity. So like Uswaga explained really well, our impact in Tanzania and these, these two years of working with over 700 students. Well, we demonstrated this traction, and we got a lot of contact requests through our website that said, hello, I'm so-and-so from Nigeria. Can you bring the program here? Oh, wow. Hello, I'm from Cambodia. Can you bring the program here? So we have these contacts from all over the world and a lot of friends looking at our program and talking to Usoge and I and saying this impact and this model and this structure isn't just appropriate for Tanzania. It's needed throughout the entire world. And so Usoge asked me, okay, what are we going to do with this? And I said, I would love to bring this to my home state of Arizona where not only do the kids need it, but we have our own educational problems here. Uh, and really a great need for this kind of model. So what we did was we applied for this Woodside Community Action Grant at ASU, and we were awarded that, um, and that in combination with some really generous support from some of our corporate partners like National Processing Solutions, 
made it possible. They saw the the value in our program, believed in what we did, and said, all right, let's see you pilot this here in Arizona now with the children that need it here the most. And this last week was incredible, actually, Maddie. We just finished yesterday, so we're pretty tired here. Oh, yes, yeah. I'm sure. We, we, have, we had a five-day program, and we were able to partner with an incredible nonprofit organization here called Arizonans for Children that serves foster youth and foster teens throughout the valley. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah, and they identified about 20 high school-aged kids that they thought would really benefit, and these kids are coming from group, group homes throughout all of Phoenix. And so we met the kids on Monday. Uh, at the office pile of co-working space that we use in downtown Phoenix uh, that we're really grateful gave us this opportunity to host the camp there. And Monday through Friday, we had just such an incredible experience. Like we explained, we took them through goals and dreams, what they want from their lives, communication skills, emotional intelligence, uh, decision-making skills, setting goals to reach their dreams. And then yesterday, uh, we kind of wrapped up this idea of community service with them and these kids really touched our heart and came up with this project to help the homeless. Uh, oh, you know, wow. and one of this one of the students mentioned, in one way or another, we were homeless too at one point, and and we're still somehow homeless uh, with this lack of sense of belonging, living in group homes. And they came up with this incredible project that we'll see it as it develops, and this leadership team emerges something new to provide resources and support and inspirational messages and hope to homeless people living here in Phoenix um, through a number of different ways. So we're really excited to see that project come into fruition. Um, But just the experience that both Uswege and I had um, with these kids over the course of the week was incredible. And we think it's the beginning of something really big to come. And, And just so many people supported us along the way. Uh, We were joined by somebody named Christina from a company called Happiness Untangled in San Diego. And she does meditation and yoga and has worked with a lot of at-risk populations. So she brought in mindfulness and meditation practices. And that was just another tool for these kids to use to open up their minds and understand themselves and develop and grow um, and open themselves up to new possibilities. So we're always introducing new ideas and new programs and new ways for the kids to learn. But this pilot project was really a great sense of what's to come. We think bigger and better things are going to happen. So we're looking forward to kind of moving forward and partnering with other organizations here in Arizona that have youth populations they'd like us to reach, other schools that want their students to have this program available to them, um, and, and really any other companies that want to partner with us and see this kind of vision become a reality. Absolutely. That is so touching, though, that you were able to bring it here, and it was so successful. And just hearing a little piece of their story and just how they're willing to make a difference and put themselves out there, I think that is so commendable. So I can't wait to go a little bit more into that in our next segment, but for now, we do have to take a quick little break because it's just that time. So keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. They say you can't change the weather, but we already have. And if we've changed it for the worse, let's change it for the better. Tune in to The Climate Opportunity, a two-hour special hosted by Beth Green and Dr. Grant Dean. Expert guests, Professor Scott Denning, Chef Laura Steck, video journalist Peter Sinclair, and Kelsey Wirth of Women Out Front will share how we can improve our lives while improving our weather. Listen on Inside Out Radio, Tuesday, November 11th, starting at 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Presented by Inside Out Radio and Voice America. 
if the financial markets interest you, if you want to potentially earn a higher return, if you're not satisfied with your investment returns, or if you're only making 1% on your investments sitting in the bank. Do you see the stock market hitting record highs but feel you have no one to trust? Voice America's own Jordan Kimmel, the host of Magnet Investing for over seven years, is applying his strategies of magnet investing and is managing individual accounts. Jordan Kimmel has joined InvestView, the Red Bank, New Jersey investment education and asset management firm, and his team can help you. Contact Jordan and the team at InvestView at 732-380-7271 or by email at jkimmel at investview.com. If you would like a complimentary portfolio review or to speak to a representative, Call us. Past performance of investments are not indicative of future results. Investing is inherently risky. All recommendations should be researched by the investor. Call InvestView at 732-380-7271. That's 732-380-7271. At 13, you are just starting to become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 13 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through ready for what's next. Life at 13, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and once again, back with Adam and Uswege of Renew. And can you believe I haven't butchered his name the entire time? I'm You're pretty doing proud so well, of Maddie. myself. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. you <laughs> so we have an exciting conversation um, for our last segment. And time has flown by, so I can't even believe that this is the end of the segment. I've just had so much fun talking about Renew and all of the great things that they're doing. But we kind of wanted a cross-cultural conversation as far as education goes. And Usuege, I want you to talk a little bit about how the educational system in Tanzania is different than here in the U.S. Because to many people, we don't really realize that. I mean, myself sitting down and you telling me that, I was like, oh, you're right. That is true. That's very true. Yes. So. Yes. <coughs> yes uh, so, um, you know, uh, it is uh, very interesting to see, like, things, like how things are different from like one country to another you know um so the first experience that i had when i get here is to see you know like parents are very serious in like enrolling their kids in like music classes you know like dancing you know like trying to give them a a lot of other uh, platform that are not academic in nature so that you know they can find their interest and see like how they fit in, uh, whether they want to move on with that kind of career uh, or like that kind of lifestyle or not. <clears throat> but where where I am coming from, like things are different, hmm. you know, because uh, I don't know. Maybe it might also be because of like the financial uh, status of uh, most of parents in Tanzania. Yes, you know, personally, I I started by going to like getting enrolled in the primary school, you know, where I was, my, like, everything was focused on teaching me how to read, how to write, how to count, you know, those kind of stuff, uh, teaching me a little bit about, like, history, geography, and as I move on, those are kind of stuff that uh, 
you know, are covered and are insisting, like all of students are expected to follow that same uh, process. Mm. You know, we, we, yeah, we also have like the sport uh, kind, uh, the sport segment where those who uh, seem to have interest in uh, football uh, or netball and basketball, you know, they can get like the platform to do that. But we don't have a lot of like these areas which uh, this student can try out. We don't have like this uh, platform uh, where a student is asking, okay, what do you think you would like to do aside from like academic kind yes. of yeah, academic stuff? So for these uh, students who do not play football, who do not play basketball, and this what is called netball, they don't uh, have any other platform, you know, to excel, you know, for their interest to be to be seen. And they some of, sometimes they can't even see the point that oh yeah I am good at this and I maybe it is needed uh, by the community so like doing this kind of program like what we offer a renew program it it is like it is like an awareness it's like an awakening oh my God I didn't know that I need to be thinking about this I didn't know that life is more than focusing on just a uh, academic stuff but if you come here you guys uh you have like more opportunity than yes. what we do i was even talking with adam even the com the, the uh, community service aspect you know he was telling me that it is one among the big thing when you get to university it is a requirement you oh, need yes. some hours of community service it is true you know so we don't have this kind of platform we don't have that requirement you know, so how is community service part is going to grow in our country without this kind of program that we are doing, uh, you know, as an organization? So one among the big vision that Adam and I were discussing, you know, uh, uh, this month is that maybe we need to start thinking of like a platform that is going to help renew, share the importance of community service uh, uh, integrating community service uh, program in education system to the students in Tanzania. You know, because in in the U.S., I can say a little bit, you are ahead. You are like so far compared to us because it is already integrated and there is a lot of support uh, around it. That's great, though. I yeah. love hearing about your take on that and just how it's so different. Because like I was saying, we just don't really realize that, um, I mean, the two different countries, their educational system is so different. And yeah, I really didn't know that um, those arts were not very much integrated into Tanzania's education. And it is interesting to see that we do have those opportunities. And of course, it's just, again, something that I guess we kind of take for granted because it's always been there. But I do see that with cross-cultures and um, just different people in their ways of life. There are some people that are just so academically driven that they forget to, you know, get into any type of like music or acting or extracurricular activities. You could just place a label on everything that falls under that category. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it does, 
make a difference getting into that. And I'm glad that Renew's coming to Tanzania and, you know, is showing them the, the beautifulness of community service and everything else in between. And that's just great. It's one other thing that they can get involved with. And I'd yeah. love to ask you, Maddie, also, yes. since you're this high school student here in our state of Arizona, mm-hmm. what would you change about the education system? Would you like to have these types of skills like emotional intelligence, goals and dreams built into the structure of what you learn every day at school? I would love to have them integrated into the education because, like you said, these are skills that we're going to be using for the rest of our life. So I think that it's well worth it to put it in the educational system and have everybody have the opportunity to be involved in those classes. I mean, whether they use it or not, I feel like at some point of their life, they're going to look back and be like, that's why I took that class. This is why I needed those skills. So everybody's a little bit different as far as like how their path goes, but I would love to see some more of those classes be integrated. Um, The only one that I can ever remember that slightly even touched on that, I had a personal development class, Mm -hmm. but that was really great because we got to see what type of communicator we are and, you know, whether we were like passive or, you know, those different types of things. And we got to look into our emotions. And the funny thing is, is now that I'm going into my last year of high school, I'm able to kind of dictate my schedule. And one of the things that I wanted to learn about was psychology because I just Mm -hmm. love human behavior. So, yeah, I think that if there is a possibility or a way that we can give kids the opportunity just to in their normal everyday schedules, it'll help. It'll make the world of a difference. So, yes. And I would say, you know, if, if you're a student listening to this and you do want these things brought to your school, Um, We would love to see as Renew a movement of young people demanding this service and asking for this type of platform to be built into their structure. So go to our website, renewchange.org, send us a message, let us know. Hi, my name's Maddie Rose. I'm from this high school, and I would love to see this program come here. Um, In the same token, if you're an organization or a school or a teacher and you want to see this program kind of complement what you're already teaching in your school, please go to our website, shoot me an email at adam at renewchange.org. Um, and let us know that this program sounds beneficial to you and that's something that you want to bring into your school. So Yes, we would love to hear more and more students getting involved with that. But thank you both so much for joining me today. It's been an amazing show and I'm so glad we got to talk about everything. And like I know you mentioned, Adam, that you're always looking to partner with new volunteers, organizations. So definitely I'm going to direct them to renewchange.org. Definitely visit that. They have some awesome stuff on that site and just everything about their mission and goals. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us, Maddie. Absolutely. And I hope to work with you guys some more in the future. We hope so. Yes, for sure. All right, guys. So before we go, thank you so much for listening. Please visit me on my social media as well for all things Maddie Rose and the Fame Game. You'll also be seeing some Renew stuff come up on there with our new and upcoming show, this one. It's so my Facebook's Maddie Rose, Twitter and Instagram, The Maddie Rose. And you can visit my website, officialmattyrosesite.com, for some exciting news. So thanks so much for joining us, and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you again for listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. Oh,